here we are and welcome to the best episode of 2023 well i don't know if it's the best but it is definitely our best of 2023 because this is it the last episode we're recording before the end of the year and we're going to go through all sorts of lists of obvious and lesser obvious categories of things that we like. So think of this as like the biggest list of recommendations anyone's going to get all year. I have this problem, Lily. I'm curious if you have this problem. I have this problem when I get to this point in the year, I definitely forget how long the year was and I start mushing up what movies Mo- I watched. Movnesia. Movie, movnesia. I don't know what to call it. Medianesia. Filmnesia. I, it's like, is it? It's just one trailer I've seen the entire year. I don't remember... And like, it's even like 2022, 23 blurs, like a confusing. I 100% at one point thought Becky was going to pick her best movie of the year was Avatar The Way of Water. And that was last year. It was last. That is so close. That's within the last 12 months. But it was nominated for last year's Oscars. So it doesn't count. So no, you can't put Avatar Way of Water on your list. Whatever. I mean, Becky wants to put it on every year, but. Anyways, Be- Becky's still putting the first Avatar on her list. Stand by that. Those movies are amazing. I will fight you. No, we're no one's disagreeing. Okay. Well, let's start with let's do the reverse of the Oscars in the sense that they wait for like best movie or you know, best picture for the end. Let's just start with that at the beginning. And also we all have many things that go in this best movie of the year. Lily, what was your best? What were your best movies of the year? You know, I'm I'm having trouble. Is it that I didn't see a lot of movies this year, or were there were not a lot of good movies? The chicken this or the egg. This was a weird year. This was a weird year when the strike happened. I like shut down seeing movies. It was like after Barbie, I was afraid I was going to run out of movies to watch, so I didn't watch as many movies. Right? I mean, I would say I would say Past Lives is up there. That is one of the more beautiful, simple, like, this, these, like, it's a very, yeah, I, I think that movie impressed me greatly in terms of, it's not that it's like a crazy impressive movie, but to show a very specific slice of a love story that I feel like it's hard to kind of breathe life into love stories because we, we have so right. many, you know, and. I think that's so is Past there. Lives your best movie of the year or one of your best movies of the year? One, one of them. I don't think I have like a one that like, you know, Barbie, Barbie was great. And it's the only movie I've seen this year twice. Barbie was great. It gave me so much joy. I guess I'll go with Barbie. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's the best movie this year. If I had to pick, so I think Barbie was the best movie of the year, but my favorite movie of the year continues to be Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That was... Right. I blame the, myself, though, that I haven't seen enough movies. That's what I think. I, okay. Question. Before I give my answer, when did the Last Kingdom movie come out? Was that 2023? The Last Kingdom finale? No, the movie. Remember they did a movie? Could have been. I think... Like after. So we I saw it with Mark like, Toner. Right? We all got together right, and watched I think it with I want to, like, Toner. honorable mention that as one of the best movies of the year because the ending of that movie which is, I think is so perfect and so beautiful to like a little ending to the series. But if I would say best movie of the year, I'm going to categorize it by which movie delivered on its promise the best. And that I would say is Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> there was one movie that delivered on its promise 
it was that because there was a lot of movies and a lot of shows that I went to go watch this year that did not deliver on its promise. It was a bit of a bait and switch. Like, listen, I love the new Spider-Verse movies, but that second movie, I mean, the, I'm, I liked it. But it's certainly not going in my best movies of the year category because it has. It's, there's like, too many. It would have been. It would have been. But it's too many movies. I'm like, it's it ever from second, so... second, second installment syndrome, you know, where like there, it's so much set up for the third one that it feels like not enough really happens. And whereas like Super, Super Mario Brothers, it gives you everything you want in that experience. So I think that has to be one of the best movies of the year. All right. Um, some of my other best ones. I would say something else on that front of delivering on its promise. Murder Mystery 2 really delivered on its promise. That's a big favorite we watched in my house many times. Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston and the rest of the returning cast were hilarious. And it's a really, really funny movie. We've seen it many times, and it's not it's not complicated. It's just a funny adventure. Lily, how about you? What other movies are your best of movies of the year? I thoroughly enjoyed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem with my kids. And I thought the animation was gorgeous and it was really fun to watch that. I liked that more than Spider-Verse with my kids. Spider-Verse, I have a sweet spot because that first movie was so incredible, blew my mind. So it's a, I love Miles Morales and that whole world, but that movie was just too much movie. Like my kids, kids could not follow the story remotely. And I kept thinking it was the ending and then it to be continued. It was too much. So I loved Mutant Mayhem. It was so much fun to watch with the kids. Um, I, like I said before, Past Lives. I love Totally Killer. I had such a great time watching. It's such a fun Halloween movie. Um, and then I, I feel like I just haven't seen enough to be able to truly comment. I guess I was. I did more, way more shows this year than I, movies. I don't want to forget that we watched so many movies for... South by Southwest. I have a whole indie movie. You, you, yeah, that's like a, there's a whole like, indie. Yeah. I, I want to talk about I my mean, South by Southwest favorites. That okay, so I'm not going to put that in on, this category. And this I'll is like say the movies that, we saw in theaters or were like big streaming. Events. Right. I think these are. Yeah, we have a whole independent film category because there's, there's and like, a bunch to of great be fair, stuff in there. While Way of the Water came out in 2022, I definitely kept watching it in 2023. So that's still going in my 2023. I mean, I think I watched it like four times last summer alone we have a category for movies now from 2023 too so becky already we know hers so other ones that i put on my list of best movies of the year because i really dug deep um i loved sisu i've talked about it on the podcast before you can see it on demand um, or it's i think it was on stars it's a finnish movie about a guy fighting his way through the finnish wilderness against a group of nazis uh are you there god it's me margaret saw that in the in the theater with my kids and that movie is fantastic it was very it was very yet? yeah i've seen it it was very well done i think it was very well done and it was very sweet i think it's i don't for girls or women that have read that book when they were teens i think it's and what that book meant to us i think it's very hard to try and put it in in on film they did a great job it's not my favorite movie of the year but they did a beautiful job i love that she has a cameo in it She's in it for a split second, Judy Bloom. She's in it for a split second. That brought me a lot of joy. She's like walking her dog on the street. Um, and, and honestly, I'd watch Rachel McAdams sit on the toilet. Like, I'd watch her read a newspaper. I'd watch her do anything. <laughs> like, if the movie, not her real person. Like, if the movie was just her, like, sitting on the toilet, I'd watch that movie. 
if she's painting a bedroom, I'd watch that movie. I'd watch her do anything. So she's magic to me. And the movie was cute. But it wasn't one of your best. That was one of my best of the year. I really loved the blackening. I thought that was really funny and smart. And then the Iron Claw, which we reviewed last week, is definitely one of the best movies I saw this year. And I would love to see it in some kind of Oscar contention, maybe for for acting. I 100% agree that was one of the best movies of the year. And it's because I cannot get it out of my head. And originally when we podcasted about it, I was like, oh, no, that's a movie I'm going to see once and not go back to because it's, you know, it's, you know, it's just it's a pretty serious, heavy drama. But I got to tell you, I I absolutely would rewatch it. Um, and I think it's beautifully made i think not only for the performances that there that there could be some nominations i think the screenplay i think the directing i think it's there's just so much in it that is in, expertly made lil next category the next category i think is a tough one because this is a year where again you sort of time floats in weird ways but and also it's hard because some tv shows they start maybe in one year and end in another year but if if so this is how the rules for this one's going to go this is going to be who had the best tv season in 2023 now if that's a tv season that started the previous year you, you can still count it so for i guess network shows you can go either way but but in general who had the best 2023 TV there's, there's only one right answer here. What, what's the right answer? Succession. So, well, I agree that Succession is definitely the best show this year. Uh, but I thought Severance was... isn't this year, right? So, no, Severance. It's like two years ago. Two years Severance ago? Yeah. Two years so ago. then it's Succession because like those are the only shows I remember for the last five years. Sure. So Succession, but then now let's talk about every other show since... We Becky know didn't succession. see it. Becky's pretending to see it. No, but I know that it's like everyone agrees in succession. Okay, that was a quick category. Moving on. So we don't have to move on so quickly. Maybe let's get into some other ones. I would say I think one of the best emotional seasons I got this year was Heartstopper season two. I thought it was fantastic. And I know well that that is true because Shy, your children have rewatched it multiple times and they will barely watch something the first time, let alone rewatch. Well, no, but once they get into rewatch, then they never stop. Like I've seen now par- all of Parks and Rec so many times. I won't let them ruin Parks and Rec for me, but they've watched it. I would say that I would say that Heartstopper did the like, okay, so Starstruck season three. There's I love that three? show. Yeah. There's a I lo- three? It's it's in my Substack. You should oh read my it. God. <laughs> it's in my Substack Rex. Um Starstruck season 3. And I love that show. I love those characters. It came out in 2023. But it's the first season the third time. And I and that's fine. I don't mind. But the first season is so Heart- short that if you string them all together you really get one. It's season. like one long season. It's fine. Heart the episodes Stuffer are like did- 15 minutes and there's like six of them maybe four. Like it's barely right, a but, so. But what Heartstopper did is it moved. Like the story is different. It's yeah. not the same. You're not watching the same season over and over again in different variations because there's not. You know, it's like a, a rom com and that's it. Heartstopper takes the characters and evolves the story, and it's a really yeah, beautiful it's really... show about like teenagers just figuring oh, out their life. I want to do the unpopular opinion one. I'm very excited. Oh, 
I would just say two other shows that are really big in my house this year were Ghosts and So Help Me Todd, starring Skylar Ashton Lipstein and Oscar winner Marsha Gay Harden. They're coming back. I love her. I have a I'm so glad that got I renewed. A, I have a great 2023. It just sort of eked it out here under the wire 2023. The third season of Slow Horses is so good. It's so much better than the second season. Again, another one of those classics. Amazing first season. Pretty meh second season. And, and, and third and season it, is phenomenal. And at this point, there's so many anti-Semites that we just forgive Gary Oldman. Because we're like, no, oh, but he's Gary just like a little Oldman's bit like a classic anti-Semite. He's like an old British guy. Like, it's just sort of like the way that he sees the world is through the Jew-hating glasses. Right. Like, there's just like not... And like, and there's just so many now that have come out of the woodworks that it's just like... watch that. But we'll also, just keep him. His, his character in the show, he's a terrible person. And he's just, he's disgusting. He's revolting. So Okay, he's like so you can love spy. to hate him. Yeah, he's like a good spy, but he's like a disgusting human being. So he's not the hero of the show by any means everyone hates him so in okay. that sense, it's a great it's a great gary oldman one. okay all right now unpopular opinion you're meaning your unpopular opinion of the year thing that you liked or didn't like that everybody else liked for me again also talk about another controversial actors in in this movie um i loved ant-man and wasp Quantum Mania. Saw it but to be fair, the before the Jonathan Major scandal came yeah, out. Yeah, before the before yeah. the scandal. I have not watched it twice in theaters. I saw it once with COVID and it made the perfect amount of sense <laughs> for COVID. I was like, yeah, my brain's in the multiverse right now. Let's watch this. Yeah, movies I've seen twice in the theater this year. Barbie and Ant-Man Quantumania. And you saw Guardians of the Galaxy three times? <laughs> oh, no. Guardians of the Galaxy twice. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy twice also. Okay. Yeah, I loved it. And it was before. Shy is making those AMC points work for him. <laughs> Someone I, I is, do feel you're the you right amount of embarrassed, though. You knew that this should be in this category. Yeah, yeah. This belongs in this category. I think with the Jonathan Majors thing on top of it, I think before I would have stood on the Jonathan Majors performance as like, oh, no, this is something to watch. But now that he's turned out to be pretty awful and and convicted guilty. found guilty yeah found guilty guilty Um, and fired from everything yeah so um but yeah that that's that's definitely mine becky how about you what is your unpopular opinion i have two unpopular opinions the first is magic mike's last dance which i believe came out like last february or something I think so. It was 2023. I, I was um, going to have a category like, called Ashanda, the Shonda category, and that is in one of them. That's yeah, in that unpopular category. Opinion that is, is, guess what? Guess what? It's still super fun to watch. I love oof. the world in which Selma Hayek... It's like the parent trap, dating but with Magic Mike. Tatum. He's like, and in England, trying to best, live the, with his mom slash girlfriend. What is she? The best part <laughs> oh, of, ma- of the Magic Mike-verse these days is the Vegas show. And the third movie is basically about them putting on the equivalent of the Vegas show where you get to see some of the Vegas acts. So... Again, I guess, except I it's on the West Mike. End. It's so bizarre. Whatever, it works enough. Like again, you don't need to logic that movie to death. Just watch it and enjoy it. <laughs> Second unpopular opinion. Can I do two in a row? This very forgotten movie that nobody seems to have seen or liked, except for me, which I believe is just like direct to streaming, uh, starring who's in it? Oh, Chris Evans and. Anna de Armas, 
ghost ghosted where she's like a spy and he has like a big he's like they have like a one night stand. they did not market that movie well it because it was just so for, adorable it it's like the a, movie that time forgot like nobody was, that like audiences forgot that movie i they did I not spend like, any mom, money marketing i was it. like mom giggling by myself watching it on wait a so is it a comedy yeah it's like an action rom-com oh a rom action as they call it it was fan- it was exactly what you want from a room action. But is it like the movie Gotcha, where Gotcha starring Anthony, uh, um, what's his name, starring the guy from Revenge of the Nerds, and he was also an ER. What was that name? What was the guy with the little glasses? Anthony, Anthony Edwards, right? Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I don't know if it's like that movie because no one's heard of it. It's Anthony Edwards, and I think a woman who was later in Law and Order. I forget, totally forget the name of her. And he has like an affair. He likes playing paintball with his friends. And then and it, the game is called Gotcha, I think. And then he has an affair with a woman that turns out to be a spy. And he ends up on this crazy, he ends up being chased. Yeah, like he he tries to do something romantic. She has to go off on a mission and he thinks he's been ghosted by her. And he tries to do something romantic. So he tracks her down. But then he, he ends up sort of getting involved in the whole um whatever spy mission story thing and okay different like different plot but they, but, but, but they kind of they do anyways it's very cute it's very i i enjoyed it i enjoyed so it. neither of you have seen gotcha my biggest remember memory of gotcha other than uh the end of the uh, my biggest memory of gotcha other than the there was like a song written for the movie that was like gotcha da, gotcha where i want you hold on is that I was watching the movie with Boba, our grandmother, Boba Salunia, and there's a sex scene in the middle of it, and she got very hyper and fast-forwarded the whole thing. And got... All right, moving on. All right. Lily, your unpopular opinion. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't know if this is, like, I just don't know if I'd, like, advertise that I saw the whole entire thing, but the Pamela, comma, a love story documentary about Pamela Anderson. <laughs> I you made a whole documentary. It. What's it about? I, I started watching it. It's two it. hours. It's two hours. I thought it was fascinating. And I thought she was really interesting. And she it's like clearly endorsed it. So it's her on it. Her kids are in like they were involved in the making of it. And it I it just revealed it was I would say it was so much more interesting than watching the Lily James. Uh, Sebastian Stan sex tape one. I didn't watch that, but she does not endorse that. Once I read that she doesn't endorse it, I was like, I'm not going to watch that shit. This is about this woman's life who's alive and this horrible thing happened to her and they're making a show about it and she's not on board. And it made me not want to watch it. And then the documentary came out and I was like, huh, I'll watch this instead. And I thought it was just so interesting. I just feel like, oh, a Pamela Anderson doc is like kind of an unpopular, maybe like not highbrow, but I really liked it. And I feel like fingernails is not popular because it's like very weird. What, and what is this just, is this an ASMR thing that Becky watches where people grow fingernails? That's what it sounds like. With, um, um... Riz Ahmed. Yeah. Oh, you saw and it? Jeremy Allen White. Oh my God, I really wanted to see it. You saw it? It was good? Yeah, I th- I so liked good. it. It's it's definitely that like severancey tone of like well, the weird PD and reminded slow. Reminded me of that movie of that movie timer from 
a long time. Timer's time a much more fun rom-commy version of this. Version of it. But I feel like a lot of things borrow from that movie Timer. I know, Justin which doesn't get like enough. Movie? No, it's no. This, like, it doesn't get enough credit. From like or from like maybe early like, two thousand. I'll look it up. Like no, does, that movie doesn't get enough credit, but it was ahead of I its time. I want to say like two thousand ten. It gets it's old, but it's like a two thousand nine. Good job. Yeah, there you go. Two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Um, what would you call it? Like science fictiony science rom-com. fiction romance, yeah, like that yeah. Justin Timberlake movie. Oh, uh, but that was more like it's like about yeah, like spyish go through who like this is not about time travel no that one's about out of time a guy who's because the little you pay for everything with time in your life and he runs out of time and is no but this is different is play, who this plays different. his mom in that movie i don't care <laughs> um all right so fingernails okay now yeah yeah i just don't feel like it's like at all a popular movie no and i no, wouldn't recommend talk- it to anyone but becky <laughs> now let's talk about let's talk about oh you know drama and the most emotional tv or movie moment you experienced we'll just say quickly wait sorry we'll just say about drama i feel like i'm gonna like there's maestro there's may december there's um the killers of the flower moon oppenheimer there's some amazing movies out there for drama and emotional movies i think we have been through too much in the last few months that i can't see any of those movies so well, it I'm doesn't sorry also, to that category. Could, I just it could they're be not a dramatic be moment. No, it could no, be. No, I know. I just moment. I just wanted to make a side note about drama for this year's best of. I don't think we're gonna have a lot of those recommendations. If I have to recommend because... one, if I have to recommend one drama, it's definitely Iron Claw. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but it's like a disclaimer on this episode. Fair enough. Like. Fair enough. But for me, the biggest dramatic moment, the most important one of all, is I am the eldest boy. I wrote it down. I yeah. wrote it down. Yeah. That's by far I, mine the most. Yeah. But Becky, you haven't seen that. The end of succession yet. was I know what I, it's fine. Everyone dies. No. <laughs> That's, not <laughs> That's not what happened. But Although Jared, some people I think had that. No one takes them seriously. Whatever, right? Something like that. They're not serious. <laughs> oh my god. That 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 is definitely I, That's I definitely have, the, the I have so many on this list. All right, <laughs> go for it. How bad Ted Lasso season three is. I find that a dramatic emotional moment. It is not fair. <laughs> and it's so disappointing. The end of that bear episode forks with, um, I can't pronounce his name. The not Eben Jeremy Moss. Allen White character. Eben Moss. Thank you. That, that episode and the ending of that episode was so beautifully done and like blew me away. Uh, series finales this year were so good for me. I love the series finale of Working Moms. I love that show so much. It's seven seasons and they did such a beautiful job. Love the series finale of Sex Education. Loved that show. Liked that last season. I know Becky doesn't fully agree, but I did. And yeah, and then I'm the eldest boy. No, I, I feel like the last season was well done and the and the finale it was it was well done, but there's also like, said, like a lot I said of stuff in that like, last season. A lot of stuff in that last season was very extra. Sure, but I say goodbye to two of my favorite shows this year, and I'm very satisfied. It's rare to be satisfied by a series finale. And I, three, sorry, Succession, Working Moms, Sex Education. I'm very happy. No complaints with those three. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. What about you, Beck? What hugged at your heartstrings that wasn't the Super Mario Brothers movie? It was very hard for me because I'm made of stone, so I don't really know that I did cry. 
Um, I have to think about it because it's hard for me to like go back and remember. Like, it's more like I just delete this the hard drive space as soon as it's over. So I need a moment. These are like TV shows that tugged at my heartstrings. I don't know. I mostly I think of my COVID. I think COVID erased a lot of stuff. I'm just gonna go back to Heartstopper because I just remember watching that a bunch in the summer. Okay, I mean that's a good one. I think I will say even though it's a comedy, and this is a good segue to comedy, is that to our our comedic moment is Shorzy uh, has great emotional moments in general it has great you know it has great emotional moments i haven't watched the letter kenny final season which just came out but i assume that will have emotional moments too there's something about the way jared kiso does absurd comedy that he also manages to really tug at your heartstrings. now let's talk about funniest moment do you either of you have a funniest moment in a tv show or movie i have mine ready and i have visual evidence i don't i don't know what yours is and okay, so i'm hold on. so excited okay so mine is and i mentioned this in our chat the great rebecca johnson directed and wrote a movie uh, or d- directed a movie called step aside which is a little has a little bit of like a waiting for guffman feel about a small town dance competition and um I'm going to set up the scene because I want you to just watch the scene and and I'll figure out how to edit this later. But there's a scene where the main character um, who is this uh, played by Arden Mirren, played by Arden Mirren, whose nemesis in the movie, by the way, is played by Jackie Tone, but Arden Mirren, she has to apologize in order to let her team back into the competition for this thing that she did the previous year or something she said but her character physically can't apologize and when she gets upset she farts and there's a scene of her on uh, uh them trying to film the tiktok video of her trying to apologize and her just farting that is absolutely hilarious and we're gonna watch it together that's brilliant that's a brilliant bit to have in a movie yeah like a fart joke is a fart joke but then there's a whole other show me a fart, fart joke. joke i haven't seen before Exactly. That's that's what I that's it. Seen. Anyways, that was great. Okay. Now let's then let's uh Lily, anything funny you saw? Any funny moment? Um, you know, I've done a lot of romance this year. I wouldn't say anything that's like lot like crazy laugh out funny that I can think of. I don't know. I'm not that's sort of like that's that's a great scene and that's a funny movie. I mean, has there been great comedies this year? I don't know. You know, I'm not, I don't know if we've been like, like, there hasn't been a hangover or an old school or bridesmaids in a really long time. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's totally fair. Okay, let's talk about, though, indie movies. Becky and I spent a lot of time with South by Southwest. You watched a lot of South by Southwest movies. Um, Movies that came out in 2023 that I loved from from those one is pretty problems from michael tennant and Britt rentschler that one uh, I, I not I only really did we love like that, that but, but we continuously quote that movie that's on hulu everyone should watch that it's that's so funny. A, it's so funny and it's a great concept the odd thing is when i went into that movie i thought it was a murder like I thought it was like a horror comedy and everybody's going to die at the end. Or it was going to be like a White Lotus situation. 
Right. We're like, there, yeah, there was a murder. And then halfway through, Becky's like, no, no one dies. And I was like, oh, okay. I, it was I, great, way, though. It technically came out in 2022, but it was released on Hulu in 2023 and had its like, that counts. On Hulu, so we're counting. That counts. Yeah. No, I love that movie. I 100% encourage people to watch that. And I love them. The people, that, and, Michael Tennant and Burt Renslow, and, they're amazing. And then a movie from director Dutch Southern, which we saw at South By, which is Only the Good Survive, which I haven't seen that reappear in on mainstream streaming yet. But, ooh, that movie's amazing. When that comes out, people are going to love it. 100%. 100%. That's my favorite indie movie of the year. We saw so much stuff at South By, and that, for me, is the number one stand out i cannot believe it hasn't been released somewhere yet i it's so fantastic and and then i would say also 299 queen street west which is a documentary but it's definitely independent from sean menard is just incredible it's actually just going to be released i think soon on crave in canada on the on that canadian streaming channel um but i can't wait till that comes to the united states because that is just an incredible documentary that shows a piece of music history that people don't fully get. Plus it has all the VJs in it. The, the much music VJs. Lily, can, are you talking? I can't hear you. Uh Oh, Lily. You're losing. Lily. Sorry. Sorry. I'm here. I'm here. Um, can I say mine? Yeah. Cause I, okay. So I mentioned past lives, which is an, an indie movie. It was beautiful. Um, I also have Heightened, which I hope people can see everywhere. I don't know where people can see that because we saw that through. It hasn't been released. Like, it hasn't been yet. released yet, but that is one of the coolest movies I've seen, I do hope. And I know I'm going to love The Holdovers as an indie film. And Asteroid City is indie. That was very fun. That was. Is it indie? Asteroid City is. Is an in, independent film. I guess I'm so. Yeah. Sure it is. It's Wes Anderson. It's. It's almost like it feels like at this point Wes Anderson is parodying himself with how Wes Anderson his movies are. Um, right. But I think that he does that well in this movie. No, no, with the he play, does play the whole well yeah. there's certain like details that stood out to me so that are just so perfect. Like when the alien comes down, right? I don't know if you remember this. It's such a played by movie. Jeff Goldblum. We we laugh so hard. Lana were laughing so hard. The alien comes down in his from his like little spaceship and like this little it's Whatever. so well done. Like, like a little, like, like a pole. Like the pole. Like, like pole. the pole comes down. Yeah. And then these like legs shoot out. And then these like extra little legs shoot out. Like these little, like this tripod for him to, that, to, that touches the ground. I don't know. It's just those tiny little extra details. But I will say for myself, watching Asteroid City, the stand, like a standout performance to me, the, the, the thing that kept me watching the most is, Jake Ryan, who plays the who plays Jason Schwartzman's eldest son, it's sad. Yeah, Woodrow. That, Woodrow. That to me yeah. is the best part of the movie, without a doubt. All right. I think at this, yeah, and I think at this point, like, there's so many celebrities in these movies, and they have like one line each, basically, because there's just so many. Um, that it's a joy to be able to follow like a character like Jake uh, Ryan's character because he's lesser known and he's a uh, he's a great part of the movie and everybody else you're just like waiting for scarlett johansson to say her like you know quip or whatever but um yeah, that, those are those are cool movie i'm on board okay cool all right now one of my favorite questions is music moments i have two the best music moments of the year 
One is the final shot of the bear season two with the sparks. Can you remind me of that? He's in See, the fridge. I, pre, and he's in the fridge. Sparks and and the Because they're opening the door. Because they're because they're opening yeah, the door. Yeah, because they're trying to open Like he's locked himself in. You know, he's made this prison for himself. It's incredible. And then in, well, in in Gal in Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy three, there's a couple. One of them is when they use the Space Hog song in the meantime, and it's them in the wildly colored outfits. Uh, jumping to invade some sort of space station. But then the other is when they do No Sleep Till Brooklyn for the big final fight scene is just absolutely incredible music, incredible scene. It's so great. So those are my big music moments. How about you, Becky? Do you have one? Um, No, Shai. The whole whole second season of The Bear. Yeah, but I would say the The music in that show blows me away. I would yeah. agree. The entire second season of The Bear is an incredible musical yeah. moment, but I don't think most people are watching shows going, I'm going to put that on my list for best musical moment of a show. So no, I wasn't keeping track this year of my favorite musical moments, but now I'll know for next but the whole, year. The whole bear. The write down, season. put that in my notes, but the whole, yeah, the whole second season. There's just so much R.E.M. Every time someone puts an R.E.M. song and I'm like, you know what you're doing. And there's Bruce Hornsby for the record in Pearl Jam. Okay. Is there Goose? There's and Wilco. Goose. Goose Goose hasn't made it yet. Someone needs to put the Goose song, Pancakes, by the way. That's a great song, everyone. Pancakes. It's a Goose song. Um, Okay. Uh, We talked about movies not from this year because we talked about Pretty Problems and we talked about Avatar Way of the Water. Um, And Severance. Severance. For the record, you brought up Avatar Way of the Water first. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Byron meant a few things. just like just a little lightning round of Byron Man ads being added to streaming services. I think yesterday Amazon Prime talk about by the way sc- a spam that I would have clicked on. We did talk about Jury Duty. That was the best show of the year. Oh, that's comedy. That's Sorry, that's comedy. That was the laugh out loud. That oh shit, you're right. Moments. James Martin. No, no, you're right. Pooping, clogging that... up a toilet. I'm that is the best not, comedic moment. Give, Thank you, Becky. Give me a poop I knew joke there was something, but I was like, I haven't seen something. And that's a poop joke I haven't seen a before. A fart joke you haven't a, seen? Give me a, a poop joke I haven't seen before. A I celebrity have... pooing and then like not owning up to his poo and having a real human being think that he's pooed and it's a hot guy like James Marsden, it honestly doesn't get better than that. So that has everything. Like, has the they best were like, guys, the best we're going to break the mold on prank shows. And we're going to add a poop scene. And James Martin was like, yes, I'm here for this. Yes. Well, he must be I'll be so here for this historic moment. That he did that. I mean, He's nominated <laughs> for Golden Globe. <laughs> All right. Good. Okay, good. All right. So Byron, man, that, that's, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you got to that. Okay. So Byron, man, ads being added to streaming service. Because yesterday, talk about something where I realized after I clicked on it, it could have easily been a phishing attack. I got an email from Amazon saying they were adding an ad tier. But I could pay two ninety nine extra a month to have no ads. I immediately clicked on it. I didn't even check to see if the email was a real email because I don't want ads on my streaming. So I'm how going desperate to... are they for two dollars and ninety nine cents? Lily, if you multiply it times a hundred million users, it's no, a lot that's of... true. But that's they were like, of... you know what? We'll pay two ninety nine like triple frontier. <laughs> He, <laughs> but they're like two ninety nine is cheap enough that 
anybody will click, even if it might be a scam, because they're so desperate to not want ads. Because I'm very, enough very, money where we scam. can make another Expendables or whatever extraction with Chris Hemsworth or one of those shit movies. Well, I I paid him. So I'm going to meh ads being added, but I'm going to... This is like talk about the buy the option privilege buy the buy option the buy, so small not... amount round up right because peacock did the same thing it was like an extra dollar 99 i think to not have ads it's like very 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 slow upselling but i feel like you're getting quality for that upselling you're paying more for what you already got but they're tricking you rather than raising the prices they're tricking you into but, but here's a question it's like with spotify i don't know anyone on spotify who has spotify who listens to the ads Maybe I surround myself with only privileged people, which is possible. But I'm saying like... For, but did they pay for a Spotify account? The, There's lots of people that don't have yeah. Spotify accounts. They just listen to the ads. And there's lots of people that also don't have paid Zoom accounts and can only do 45-minute meetings. Me. That's me. That's me. It me. If you're but ever I don't know that many people... I want to know why the Zoom link is coming for me or Shy. It's because Lily is too embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, that's 100%. Oh, she's saving true. her money for the ad list. For the, for, for the ad list. Exactly. No, and YouTube. No, she's not. YouTube she uses is so my expensive. accounts. So I don't know what she's saving. No, no. That I is, have my own Spotify. True. I do that have all my Lily own accounts using, now, guys. Why rent her mad Lily using your accounts? I say buy. And having, no. And because, having her own accounts, but still remaining on yours. But I say buy nostalgia. because it helps me practice my Spanish. Because whenever I get into Disney+, Plus, <laughs> all the shows and languages are turned to Spanish. Hola, Los Incredibles. Give it a minute because I can never download stuff from my Netflix account because too no. many devices are being used up no, for no. all of her. That's not that's not true because now on all the devices, it's my own accounts, but on my TV, it's still your guys' accounts because I miss you. I like right. seeing and, your names. And then I'm just going to, I feel like we can all agree that our bleh, which is only reserved for very the worst situations, our bleh of the year definitely goes to all the anti-Semites. Most of you know who you are. A lot of you don't. <laughs> but especially the celebrity ones. Yeah, yeah. You get a special play. Uh, um, uh, I, I, I doubt they still listen to this show, though. So, <laughs> so I guess everyone here I is did. just talking along with us. Um, yep. All right. Uh, what about your LVP, your least valuable movie, TV show thing, pop culture thing of the year? For me, mine was definitely Marvel's Secret Invasion. That could have been very That's not cool. a thing. You just made that up. No, no. Here's the plot. Uh, no, no, no. No one asked. No. Nobody asked. No one Moving asked. On. You don't want to know Next. why what, what happened to Nick I Fury don't. when he came back to Earth as an old man and found out no. everyone he ever loved was actually a Skrull? I don't want to know what that, no, that, I don't those words know, are. First, we have to know what a scroll is. I don't want those I don't words. The, I don't. I am. I need to order dinner. Lily. <laughs> conversation <laughs> i'm not a quick it's it's not it's it, it was so boring i love ben mendelson but no 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 and i would say the lvp is that they did not renew the other two but yet it's on everybody's best tv show list so that's no, no. i'm a having big... a hard time watching the third season i couldn't watch the oh, third oh. season once i knew it was canceled it was too emotional Aww. yeah um and i'm also like lvp I'm and and I, I'm sorry, Becky. I'm LVPing the Magic Mike movie because that is was one of the worst things I've ever seen. You know and what? I was sad Agree that I saw to disagree. It. Don't <laughs> yuck my yum. You also didn't see it in theaters with Allie, and I don't know if I should even 
Allie and her friends, I'm just going to say this, who have like a dirty book club. And let me just say it was a very spicy evening. Okay. That's probably why. That I don't I don't want to name those names. I don't want to. It was very superb. Those women. I don't want to. Dirty book club. Women, but let's anonymous. just say there were some like cocktails and trading, you know, titles of the dirty romance novels. And then a lot of hooping and hollering at the magic mic. I was hooping and hollering at the at the at the movie but um so listen all in all it was a it was a great experience all right how about mvps this can be performers properties anything uh for a second i thought you were talking about all of intellect no intellectual properties not lily's airbnb empire We're M- MVPs. <laughs> okay, my MVPs, I'm going to go to the top. Empire. I'm going to just list some people who I think are amazing and gutsy. I, I and think, yeah. That I follow. And uh, I don't think I need to go into a lot of detail why. I'm just going to s- just list some names. Hen Drachman, um, Flo Lowe, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, Jill Kargman, Aline Brush McKenna, Jessica Seinfeld, Brett Gelman, Caroline de Amore, aka the Pizza Girl, Sheila Cat, and and Sheila Cat, Deborah Messing, and Deborah Messing. Uh, do we agree those are our MVPs right now? Yeah. All right. Now, even though there was a lot of things we watched, I because I was nervous about running out of stuff to watch. There's a lot I haven't watched, and I'm going to run down an epic watch list. And my goal is to watch most of these things. In fact, I just watched They Clone Tyrone, which was on this watch list. I took care of that over vacation, and that is a very cool movie. Jamie Foxx and an amazing John Boyega. John Boyega is amazing in that movie. Um, very, very much a shy Corman sci-fi, nope, us, get out kind of like vibe. Like my kind of interaction of comedy and sci-fi. Okay. Um, movies I want to see Ferrari boys on the boat. You're so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Yes. I haven't seen that yet. American fiction, the holdover suitable flesh starring Judah Lewis, uh, freelance. That's, uh, a, uh, John Cena, I think Rome action. Yes. I know we all wanted to watch it the other night and we had to watch the voyage of the vampires. No, the last voyage of the Demeter, which was on my list, but we saw that that was awesome. Golda vacation friends too. Also starring John Cena. Was it good? Yeah, it was really fun. Okay. Grand Turismo. Based on a true story, I think is like the colon. The Marvels, I still want to see. Based on a true video game story? No, it's, that's what, the, yeah, it, it says it in the sure. title. Okay. The Marvels, which is the most recent Marvel one with. Uh... I don't believe that movie. I thought that out. was. I believe they are still, I think also... it's just a preview. They made a preview. They're just showing it as a preview for the next two years. And then it'll get nominated for something. So, but also, I, isn't that the movie you just named before? No, no, that's Secret Invasion, not to be confused with Secret Wars, which is eventually coming. Okay, Heart of Stone, starring Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. The Meg to the Trench. Uh, I I was going to put that on my embarrassing movies of the year. No, I want to watch that and Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem with your kids. Then I want to see Peter Pan. I want to see Joyride. I haven't seen Asteroid City yet. Somewhere in Queens, Knock at the Cabin, and... Plane. Well, yeah. I, I went to be six with this temp title. <laughs> yeah, but but also I went to like write in in the notes or something, and my cursor went on that line, and an emoji just came up, and I was like, 
it was just a plane, like emoji, because it read the word. I was like, oh my God, if the title of your movie can just be replaced by an emoji, that's what. Lily, what would you like to see? What's on your watch list? And again, that none, isn't of on mine. The, none of the famous movies that are sure are wonderful, like I said, made December. True. I, I sadly like are I'm, on this because I, I just, I put, can't. Yeah, I have not put the heavy movies on here. Oh, I, I, maybe I'll see them. Yeah. But they're not on my I want to see list. Um, okay, that's stuff that's not on yours. Did you say suitable flesh? Yeah, I didn't say suitable that. flesh. Okay, uh, poor things, anatomy of a fall, pain hustlers, American fiction, killers of the flower moon, salt burn, bottoms, and dream scenario. Okay, oh, we, so there is like four Nicolas Cage movies out at the same time now. Are they all supposed to be awesome? I think dream scenario is supposed to be the the big. Oh, is Renfield this year? Was that last year? When did we see Renfield? That was a great one. I that's this year. Renfield. That's this year. Yeah, that's, that's a another cool movie. great one that we saw. That was a cool should, movie. Yeah, that was fun. That was another. Uh, but I think Cage. I think the dream scenario is like supposed to be the, like the artsy highbrow of the Nicholas Cages. Yeah. But then of he the has. Year. But there's like all a cowboy one. Because then he has a cowboy one as well. He's got a few. You guys have a good list going. I'll uh, just agree. All right, yeah. Becky. Uh, yeah. And I, I, feel, I like, feel like we yeah. should knock some of these off in the new year. Um, and obviously, my real MVPs of the year are Lily and Becky. Because you two are the best co-hosts and the best sisters. And This is a fun year. Love you guys. Oh, and, and, and my, real, uh, my MVP, my true MVP is our episode, The Purple Package. That was right. the gift that keeps on giving of 2023. I suggest everybody go and listen to that episode of the podcast. I think that's a great way to end. And then look for any, any other episodes with the word package in the title, continue that story with her mom. Listen, there's nothing like a family sitting around talking about dildos. Yep. We'll end on that note. Have a happy new year. Close. I hope you had a great close out to 2023 and wishing everyone a happy and healthy and safe. Um, 2024. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Friday Night Movie, the sibling rivalry and pop culture podcast. Join the Friday Night Movie family by following at Friday Night Movie on all of the socials and visiting our website, FridayNightMovie.com. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.